What up? Welcome to the podcast with Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 314, 3.14, Pi Vagina episode. Uh, on this episode, we talk about, joined by Snappy, Patreon, Merch Shop, Video Games, Alec Baldwin, Fauci, PETA, Baseball, Oppression, TikTok, Not Hiring, Walmart, Washer, NBA, Chicken Strips, Rearranging Furniture, a bunch of other shit. Thanks for checking us out. What up? We're joined by Snappy. Hello, hello. Uh, here in November, the month of Thanksgiving. No nutting or no shaving. And no, I don't know what else there are in November, but a lot of people do a lot of shit where they say no to shit in November. Yeah. Not me. That whole no nut one was new to me, but uh, oh, yeah, I, I that, laugh at that one. Fuck that. Last few years has been a thing. I think everyone lies first off. Uh not healthy you'll just have wet dream i mean it's not that it's unhealthy but you'll just have wet dream you ain't gonna accomplish anything by purposely avoiding it um, no I'm, I'm 41 and married if i get the chance it's happening right i ain't gonna I ain't i'm like a radio no. dj you're getting 60 minutes of non-stop music starting right now well shit i mean that's pretty cool uh <laughs> some of us are uh you know old old 45 records <laughs> i don't know how long those are but i'm sure it's not very not an hour um my foreplay is like a wrestling ring shit oh hell yeah there you go um uh, the first thing we got to get to is our Patreon. Patreon.com slash podcast mo. You go there, you give a dollar more a month, and you'll get early access to the podcast. I think delivered to you in an email form. Uh, and you get an early link to our SoundCloud page. It has it has the podcast. Um, if that sounds interesting to you, go sign up. If you give enough, you can be a co-producer like my mother, Marshall, the Dharma Initiative Bear, it's your boy h2.com and graveyard entertainment uh the four pillars of the podcast as i say around here uh bring them up all the time um also we have a merch shop shop.spreadshirt.com slash podcast uh maybe someday i will actually design a new podcast shirt design now that i'm drawing you know on the ipad maybe if i can come up with something good but uh who knows probably not <laughs> i don't even get everyone's hopes up you might get bored one afternoon and knock it out it could happen it could happen um i was drawing a lot last week not at all this week just i don't know no inspiration um for whatever reason there's the weather changed yeah yeah for sure well i i just haven't been able to get into any video games which i know is like a weird complaint but it has been like right after we recorded last week's so the next day all the grand theft auto news came out it's like all the shit we said was all fucking irrelevant by the time the episode came out but i know that's coming out november 11th i'm gonna get that i'll uh i'll be all on it um so until then, I've been trying to play old games. Like I tried Metal Gear Solid Three. I never played a Metal Metal Gear Solid game before, but people talk about them like they're their favorite games of all time. You know, right? So I was like, I'll give it a shot, and it's all sneaking, and it's like you know PS2 graphics, which I love some PS2 games. So I'm not holding that against it, and I'm playing it on my Vita, and the story's really cool, but the gameplay is like ah, this is just I guess I didn't grow up with it, you know, or whatever. There's just something it's not really clicking with me. So I try to look up some like how do you do how to get past certain things, right? And I'm trying to use that. So it's it's cool, but I don't know if I'll beat it, you know. Um, and then I've been just hacking my Super Nintendo Mini and just putting more and more old games that I'll never fucking play. But I just get obsessed looking up all these rare games that people say are great for Super Nintendo, and I just put more and more games on it. I've been playing a little Galaga up at the dispensary. Oh, hell yeah. Keeping it old school. I can get that, I think, on the Super NES thing, so, too. So, yeah, I got, got one arcade out. You know, some customers stop by and play it. I mean, I get bored. I play it here and there. Hell yeah. I'm Today, I went down this rabbit hole, because this is what happens to me, is I get obsessed a little bit with things. And uh, I'm looking into maybe... So, there's these Raspberry Pi computers. I don't know if you ever heard of that before, but they're like these micro computers. And um, they run on like these weird, like instead of Windows, it runs on this Raspberry software or whatever. And like they do minimum things with it. But I believe there's a way I could build my own handheld emulator machine. So I could like hack it full of all these downloaded games and make it a handheld machine. I could build it myself. So it would take me learning a little bit, but it sounds pretty cool. And you can buy these cases and they uh, kind of self-assemble. Yeah. And I was like, well, that would be pretty fucking dope. And you can put whatever games you want on it. Because what I find is, even though I love my this little Super NES classic thing, 
is I'm like, yeah, but I have to be attached to a monitor or I have, to, and like, I don't have headphones that connect to my monitor. Or like, I don't know. It's like, there, there could be a better way to play some of this, you know? And if right. it was handheld, that'd be awesome. And now that I'm thinking out loud, I bet there's a way to hack a fucking Game Boy 3DS because I have one of those laying around. I mean, I'm, I'm just about to fucking hack all the goddamn video games. I don't know. I'm really into these old video games at the moment. Way more than modern There's video games. There's a way games. to do it where you can put them all on a USB and just plug it in and download them that way. Well, hell yeah. That's... This might happen soon. Um, so, anyway, today in general, I've been really into uh, getting in, just uh, really loading up on the the rare games. Hell I watch yeah. a bunch of YouTube videos on the on basically cartridges there weren't a lot of, and the reasoning is because one of my favorite games of all time is Ogre Battle, and uh, there's Ogre Battle '64, and then there's one on Super Nintendo, but no one knows of it because they just didn't. They made like twenty five thousand cartridges, period. And the only reason I know about it is my friend Jonathan's rich ass happened to buy it one day at GameStop. And I was like, bro, this is like the greatest game of all time. And uh, so anyway, there's I'm like, there's probably millions of those games. They're not millions, but there's probably like dozens, you know, of yeah. these games that are really good. We just never heard of. So I'm trying to figure it out. But then, uh, you know, man, one of the best games I, I played on Sega was called Toe Jam and Earl. Yeah, I could put that. I could uh, put Sega games on this Super Nintendo thing as well. Um, but there just wasn't enough for me to download the the part of the program that would like allow me to do that. But I think Sega was the, the, the unit people had least. Well, it sold. Um, there's, it's actually a whole book about it called console wars. And they, they surpassed Nintendo at one brief moment and then fell off because like all my people in my age was like, hadn't heard of that game, you know? Right. Well, I think at the time Sega was thought of as being this like more adult teenager driven thing. And it was cooler or whatever. But their games didn't stand the test of time. Like today, they're harder to go back. But I told you, Earl, I think you could play because it's just a it's a mascot platformer. So yeah, I think it's probably rolling around this world, right? It's Mario esque. Yeah. Uh, but like some of their games, like the game I got with my Sega Genesis was some fighting game. It was like some Mortal Kombat knockoff, and I, I hate fighting games. Today, again, watching all these videos of the most rare, best games, and all these fighting games coming, I'm like. Who gives a fuck about the, fighting games? That was one of the best button mashers there ever was. Right. And I get it. I grew up in this time of like people loved uh, Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat. And I played Mortal Kombat because I liked the aesthetic, but I just didn't. I just didn't like those. I don't know. There's so there wasn't enough game for me. I was like, we're just punching each other and then someone loses. And then you do it again. You do it again. Right. And it just wasn't enough for me. So I've never liked fighting games and I've always loved RPGs. So I downloaded a bunch of old fucking Japanese art. Yeah, I've downloaded something that never came out in America, but I've like fans have translated it since. Yeah. I'm like, fuck it, we're going to play some weird shit. I was like 95% sports games. I also love some sports games, but those don't hold. I mean, you, it's hard to go back to them because they don't. Yeah, you you're like the new one. one. Uh, you're right. <laughs> it's very rare. Well, There's one time I was pissed because I was like about to bake, uh, break uh, the Penn State uh, fucking coaching record for all time, and I fucking lost it all. Like the memory fucking, I don't know what happened. Well, you wouldn't have let those rapes happen, damn it. So you're the real winning, winning coach. <laughs> no shit. Um, all right. Out of my video game obsession for the moment. Um, or Bowden had a lot of wins at that time back in my day. Who was it? Bobby Bowden had a lot oh, of yeah, wins yeah. back in my day. Uh, a Pike alumni, if I believe correctly. I could be wrong, but I thought I that was you're right. right. <clears throat> um, a big news story that happened a lot of memes you might have seen it is Alec Baldwin shot somebody yes and I saw a meme that I think describes it pretty perfectly um, and then you know of course me paraphrasing but basically it's like you see the news story you are like Alec Baldwin shot someone on set oh my god how'd that happen you know poor, you know, blaming Alec Baldwin and it's like and then you find out someone gave him the prop gun told him it's blanks and then you're like oh that prop master should be in trouble and then you're like then you find out uh, the producers hired a first time ever prop master because they didn't want to pay the actual professional part of the union agreement or some shit and cut corners. And once you like 24. Yeah. And it's like, Oh, well the fucking producers, who's the producers, Alec Baldwin, Alec Baldwin's producer. You're like, well, so it's kind of still his fault. You're right? like, and the fact that you never, ever point a gun at someone unless you intend to shoot them. Loaded or not, you don't pull in a gun. I mean, acting may have different rules. I'm sorry, I'd say acting definitely has different rules. Well, I know, but he, what, he, I, didn't he just like point it at a camera, dude? Like fucking. Oh, I think around? it was a director, a, sit, or a for, cinematographer. Yeah, yeah. Director of photography or cinematographer, something like that. Um, it was pretty fucking crazy. Now, I also would assume if someone handed me a gun and they yelled cold gun, because I believe that was what 
they claim to happen you would assume so but yes there's this crazy backstory the girl was very young she has an instagram video of how she's like lucky break i'm still learning every day on the job and you're like oh god so like in hindsight watching that you're like oh god you know but uh i'm sure you know hollywood's probably still somewhat all circus act you know i bet it's a lot of first-time people and well, all i was told that uh, all these workers on set or i read i've been told I read that all the workers on set got bored and went to uh, out a little ways from where they were shooting and shot at beer cans with live ammunition in between sets. Oh, right. Yeah. So that make it kind of weary. So one of them didn't get cleaned properly or it was set up one of the two. Right. And I've thought about, I mean, honestly, my thought immediately went to the movie about this or a similar scenario in which someone wants Alec Baldwin to kill someone. Because he's he's very anti-gun. And so, like, this is like some long con, right? Like, I mean, that's a super interesting movie or TV show, miniseries, right. if you will. Like, it'll be so interesting. Um, that's some, like, Joker-level shit, you know, or whatever. But I, I do think it's probably all just an accident, you know, or whatever. And, I mean, I'm sure it's all tragic. Um, but he does have this history of having tweets of, like, I wonder what it's like to accidentally shoot someone. It must be horrible or whatever. Oh. And so he's... Like years ago, he said some shit like that, and then this happened. So then people were like, "What the fuck?" So it's just all right for conspiracies, you know. Damn, yeah, this story's wide open because it sounds like it was very careless, carelessly handled. Right. Well, I just assume um, there are other Hollywood sets like that, but like I mentioned before, I listened to the podcast, The Office Ladies. it's uh, Jenna Fisher and Anna Kinsley go over all the episodes of The Office. They just rewatch them and talk about them. It's fucking great if you love The Office. And one thing they always talk about is how, like, if they just had, like, a box on fire on a desk, they had to have a huge safety meeting beforehand and, like, all these people there for safety. And they'd be like, come on, guys, this is ridiculous. And they're like, no, union rules. You know, and so, like, a show like The Office took a lot of fucking precautions. Even on something they knew nothing bad would really happen. Um, so it's kind of opposite of this scenario. Yeah, like you know? even at the warehouse, someone trips over a sign. We're having a safety meeting next day about watching right. uh, watching where you're walking and shit. Yeah, I mean, I remember whenever I worked at a corporate job, and uh, people were like, "Hey, if you trip on the stairs going up, don't tell anybody because they're gonna have a fucking meeting and they're gonna drug test you." And it's like, just don't say shit. You're like, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, fucking corporate world, man. Um, speaking of jobs, my job just right before we recorded. Uh, said the roof got blown off a building, so I don't have to go to work tomorrow. So damn, pretty cool, pretty cool. Um, oh, I've heard something randomly today about Fauci. I don't know enough about it, but I've always kind of distrusted this Fauci character, right? Not because I'm pro Trump. A lot of pro Trumpers hate Fauci. Um, I just think uh the fact he was so dismissive of things as a scientist. You know, you're like, how can we be so dismissive? Like scientists would be like, we need more studies or I don't know. Like something about him seemed off. And then Disney came out with this documentary about him, about how great he is because he helped in the AIDS epidemic thing. But a lot of people have said if you were there, he fucked up a lot of shit. And like he actually did some harm in some ways. But again, who knows who's true? Right? At this point, everyone wants to hate on everybody about everything. Um, but some emails have come out about Fauci uh, to his friends back when he was telling everyone to wear a mask and tell people to double up and all that shit. Or maybe he said double up later that um, emails to his friends. He was saying masks don't work. You don't have to wear a mask. Now, I'm not saying he didn't change his mind after that, but it's weird that the timing of the two things in which they can prove right now is like, oh, he was telling his friends one thing and then he was getting up on a podium and he was telling people something else. And then like when the pre- when Trump was talking, he was making like faces and shit. And that's yeah. why people like him, honestly, is because he was like anti-Trump. And uh Anyway, and then some other doctors have come out since then and been like, man, he's not even like a doctor, doctor, like not like a real scientist. He's like a, an administrative doctor. You know, like he's good at doing paperwork. And like, that's how he got rose up the administrative ranks. But he's not like in the labs and shit. Right. And like, so there's many people that have said shit like that. And uh, like, he's been caught in a couple, another live, like he knew we had to get to 80 percent vaccination for herd immunity or whatever. But he kept going around saying 70 percent. And then when he finally got caught in that lie, he was like, well, I lied on purpose because it was for the greater good. And for you to have like a quote, something similar to that, it's like, well, this is fucking weird. Like, I don't like that. You know, don't his wife work for like one of the Pfizer companies or something? I'm not, I'm not sure, to be honest. I haven't heard anything about oh. his wife, but I do. I have heard where he's uh, donated money to shit. And so a lot of this stuff's come out there where he's donated money to the actual place in Wuhan that we all believe this virus fucking was created in. <laughs> to be, I mean, like, a year ago when you said that you were a conspiracy theorist, but now it's like almost a fact at this point that it was came from that lab that everyone said a fucking year ago that it came from that lab. You right. Know? Um, and so some shit's going off at you. But what's really going to take him down is none of that. 
So like all that shit's been out. People have known, but again, people want to like him. Um, but it's come out that he'd done some crazy experiments on dogs, on beagles in particular, which struck home with me because my friend do had a beagle and his beagle was very sweet dog. And uh, where they are in the desert somewhere with these fucking beagles and it's to, they're doing experiments with flies, with these desert flies. And they left these dogs to fucking starve to death for nine days so that they could be bait for these fucking desert flies. And then they would do shit of like trapping dogs heads in cages while letting the uh, these flies just infest the dogs heads and kill them. Now, that's going to take him down because everyone loves dogs, not just fucking one party or the other. Right, Democrats and Republicans love dogs. You think Pete'd be after them? Well, I'm, it's for science. Yeah, I don't know. But, I don't know. Which uh, leads me. Did you see where Peta calls to uh, rename the uh, bullpen in baseball? Oh yeah. They uh, said, uh, "We'll see." As the World Series turns into a pitching duel, Peta is pitching a proposal to the baseball world. Strike uh, the word bullpen, which references the holding area where terrified bulls are kept before slaughter. They're wanting to call it the arm barn. I mean, I don't care I if they for change reals? it. It doesn't bother me if they change it, but what? I also don't get fucked by baseball. Why don't you get it up on, on Fauci? That's some real that's some real harm. For sure. I agree with I that. I mean But Peter's on some bullshit. I mean, they're always like I mean, they don't think we should eat cows. You know, like they're they're not even worried about like animal abuse. They're like worried about like cow shit. I don't know. Just, and maybe uh, people that love animals are like, of course they are. Just saying priorities. We might get canceled, man. No, we're not. Well, I mean, they're just, no, I'm just playing. they're just not going to uh, ever get that change from bullpen. Now, I would argue a bullpen is in reference to more of a rodeo and the bull getting ready to shoot out of the bullpen. But maybe that's just because we are from a place where we have rodeos around, right. you know, growing up or whatever. Um, and that seems more ready. Like the, you know, they're really getting hopped up on the bullpen. Like if you're in a bullpen ready for slaughter, that doesn't even make sense for a right. pitcher to be in a bullpen ready to get slaughtered. No, well, that doesn't, that's stupid. Yep. So like, I don't know. I think their whole the fucking bullpen argument is a holding down. area basically for the next ready one. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't think that checks. doesn't line up to me. Um, now I'm sure the world series will be over by the time this comes out, but I still think it's bullshit. The Astros cheated a couple of years ago and they're back in the world series and people act like it just was a non-story because no one cares about baseball, but like they like cheated, cheated. They had like electronic buzzers on their chest and they had people reading signs of what the pitch would be. And then it would buzz a certain amount of times for them to know if a curveball, fastball, whatever was coming. And cause people were still in the signs from the blog. They had a whole system. Now you could say, cause baseball's like, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. There's a whole code to it or whatever. They're like, well, Hey, they just have smarter people. But I'm of like the thing like, no, no, y'all going to give fucking ba- Barry Bonds and all these people shit for getting caught with some steroids. And I don't even think they got caught. Uh, but yeah, then they, motherfuckers, got, they got ratted on. Right. Got snitched on. And then uh, y'all are all going to be cool with this fucking five two motherfucker on Houston getting fucking electric buzz to let him know. To, I don't know. I just don't like where baseball is going. I don't like it at all. So much politics in all the sports now. I, yeah. I mean, I guess there probably always was. But then one of my fantasy leagues, I'm seven and oh. Well, hell yeah, that's pretty cool. It doesn't happen all, every year. No. Four, four and three in the other two, but all the other teams are too. We're just beating everybody up. Um, Since I've been watching a lot of Sopranos, um, finally, you know, I'm, in, I'm on a season two. I actually like it a lot. I feel dumb that way this long to watch it because I had many, many opportunities to download all of them back when I downloaded all of Entourage and Weeds and all the other right. HBO, you know, all that shit. But I always be like, I don't think I like Sopranos. And so I didn't, but it is, it's very good. Um, but something through that and then also listening to a podcast that was about uh, anti-Semitic things and shit like that. I was like, you know what? People have been complaining about oppression forever and everyone acts like kids today and people today. All they do is complain. And I'm like, no, people have always complained. It was just different because we didn't have the Internet. So you didn't see it. But like forever, the Italians were like, oh, you don't know how bad we had it back when our people came to this country. And then they would tell their oppression stories. And then the Irish people, they would be like, oh, when we were came here, they we were the worst. And then the Asians were like, when we came here, they made us build railroads and we were the worst. And then the black people were like, they literally shipped us over here on ships and fucking forced bred us for hundreds of years. Um, and we had it the worst. Like, so everyone uh, tells their youngins through their like stories of their uh I don't know what the word is, lineage, I guess, or whatever, of how their people, this one time it was really bad for them. And so therefore they need to have this mentality that it's bad for them and their people. And I just think that's unhealthy, first off. I don't th- who gives a fuck? 
Who gives a fuck? Evolve as the world. Right. Who gives a fuck what happened whenever your people came over here fucking hundreds of years ago and everybody was fucking assholes, everybody. Um, but anyway, just the idea, like, everyone's been complaining forever. So to act like just today people complain, no, no. Right. People always complain, and it was always, almost always race or, re, like, nationality related. Um, so at least today people are like, they hate me because I dyed my hair pink and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, that's probably not why, but, I mean, there you go. We're evolving a little bit. It ain't because you're a polk or whatever. I don't <laughs> fucking know. Uh, it's just, uh, I don't know, different perspectives these days. Yeah, just not everyone could hear it, like you said, didn't have a social platforms. Yeah, well, there could be a time, because uh, I was kind of talking to Kubi today, because she was saying how she had some gay friend or whatever, and she was younger. And I was like, I'll be real honest. I think the reason why, like, saying gay didn't wasn't, like, a weird thing to me growing up is because I didn't know anyone gay. And then the one person I knew gay in high school, he would claim he wasn't. But we were like, I don't know, man. He was a few years older than me. So uh, just no one was out or whatever that I knew. So it didn't really, I didn't think about it if I called someone gay. Because it wasn't like a diss to gay people. It was just it made that person mad to be called gay. You know, like it wasn't about the actual gay community. So I just didn't think about it that way. But then like once I get to college and you start like meeting some people and you're like, oh, if that, I mean, if that offends you, I ain't saying it ever. You know, it's cool. It's whatever. So but then TikTok has a goddamn trend that happens where, uh, you know, they're calling people gay for wearing tight skinny jeans. And I laugh every time I see that shit because it's in my fucking DNA. So I'm just like, I don't know. I'm cool. But I, I do giggle. I giggle when someone has a good a good uh, joke that reminds me of my childhood like that. Hell yeah. You got kicked off TikTok, right? I did get t- kicked or, off TikTok. From posting videos, not from watching. From, yeah, from posting videos until the 4th. I took a, a picture, uh, basically a, two jars of weed. One of them's called Meat Pie, one of them's called Wet Betty. And all I said was, "I get how are you going to smoke it? I guess I'm going to dip the meat pie inside the Wet Betty. And then I turned the video off. I said I violated community standards and criminal activity. Yeah, selling fucking weed, bro. I wasn't selling nothing. I was just saying, talking about smoking it. Yeah. Well, I don't know if that's illegal in TikTok world. I don't. I just. I've never read I mean, their guidelines. Marijuana is legal in thirty-eight states. It's the reason I don't. We don't do Twitch live streams is because I don't know if we can smoke on there. And the homies over at Courtroom Media brought up last week. They do smoke on theirs, and they haven't been kicked off. So I think we could probably get away with it. But I do know some people might you know, not allow it. So I'm always kind of weird. Yeah, I don't get it. You can have these half naked girls on there talking about banging your brains out, but and, that, and that's okay. I mean, I have no problem with that. So well, what about that's not jar- the argument to go against for me. Well, I, well, I know, but what about two jars of weed? I'm just saying, you know, I, I don't, yeah, I'm I don't problem with that either. I don't I mean, understand why it's bad. I'm still like thinking back to, you know, game of Thrones and people were like all the sex. I'm like, they literally behead people. And, they're like killing people and stabbing them. People are like too many tits in the show. And I'm like, fucking America's whole fucking tits are a beautiful. They're thing. so they get so upset with it. So what? Um, oh, some big around titties. Exactly. Someday I'm going to try to remake it. Uh, I've been, I've been fooling around with the idea, but it's, it doesn't sound very good. So I might have to just respit it or something. I don't know. Who, who knows? Maybe I never will. Man, I don't want to tease anybody. Um, I saw a very good TikTok by some old fucking white lady that uh, got me thinking, you know, on this track of where I'm like, I kind of agree with this lady where, you know, basically the video goes, she shows a video, a picture of uh, some place hiring, you know, like a fucking restaurant or some shit. And then someone goes in and asks, well, what are you paying or whatever? And they're like, oh, we're paying $10 an hour. And then someone's like, well, that's not really hiring. Or this how she's explaining. She's like, see all these corp, all these places they claim they're hiring. They put up for help signs or whatever. And then they say, well, we're paying shit. That's not what you want to make. You know, it's less than you want to make. So a lot of people don't even really want to apply, but then uh, when they do, and there have been a lot of reports of people online saying they're still getting declined from jobs, even whenever they're applying to them that pay well, but these corporations got to go to skeleton staffs during COVID, right? And the people that still stayed there at these fast food places, they still did it. And they're still making money. They're paying the le- least amount of wages possible to people. Cause no one's fucking working. And they're still fucking selling shit out of all these big corporations. Yeah. I understand the argument for a small place, but a big corporations, they're still running. You know, they fucking one person in the job, what three people used to do, and they're loving it. I mean, like, why would they're getting all the profit back on their investment possible that way? So it's like a lot of people are pretending they're hiring, but they don't they're not hiring until they absolutely have to, because it just makes sense for them not to have as more people if they can get away well, with it. Hell, I got turned down from uh, Dart last week. Right, and I saw where they've been posting all over the place that they're hiring. Yeah, they said uh, they're moving up to twenty dollars an hour for Packer pay. 
Yeah. And I was like, fuck, I could use $20 an hour. I actually hated working there. Right. And so I emailed them, oh, we're interested in you. And I was like, okay, well, you know, I'm working. I got a full-time job, 10 to 6. You know, I'm available for interviews, 8 to 10. And then I get an email that says, oh, we're looking for someone whose skills closely match the position. Yeah, I don't know what that means. Really? I mean, right. I, so I was there four years, averaged like 103% on my machine. I didn't have an attendance problem. I got laid off with other 112 people during uh, COVID. COVID. Right. So that's a perfect example of like, yeah, it kind of fits perfectly in line with this theory. And since then, I personally know of two people I worked with before that have got hired there that are felons and half the worker that I am. Right. I mean, I don't know, man. I just think something's up, you know. Fucking piss me off. I think the man. Man. Uh, I got nothing against felons, but hell, I got a good resume. Right. I mean, it's strange. I mean, but then again, I thought you were always pissing people off and shit. Weren't you always like pushing the people's buttons? Oh, yeah. Well, I, I mean, then maybe I, that's it. I don't know. It's probably my mouth. I know. <laughs> uh, but still, I mean, I produce numbers and that's what they want. I will say one thing I miss a great deal about early COVID times. And I just maybe we can talk about it here and just keep bitching about it till someday it changes. Is why are people bringing their whole fucking families to Walmart? Remember back in early COVID? I mean, you wouldn't know you do that. But it was like one person from their household would go because you were like limiting people. And it was great. I mean, I don't fucking nobody in Walmart and shit. And now I go to Walmart on a Sunday and it's like someone with a cart and then their husband and then their three kids and they're all there. And it's like, why don't husband and three kids stay the fuck at home? Like, why do you need your whole family at Walmart to go grocery shopping? I've never understood that. Or doctor's offices. Yeah, anything. I just, I don't. And now, if you were a single parent and you had no one to watch your kid, I completely get it. And if I see one person with kids, I don't, I mean, it doesn't it's whatever, you know. It's whenever, you, it's like five, six, seven motherfuckers all in a family, all and roaming together. you got together. the grandma and the auntie. And- I'm just like, get the fuck out of the way. Like, y'all taking up too much room. I can't get up, around anybody. You're taking up eight spots when, you know, you could be eight spots closer. So that shit really gets on my nerves if you can't tell. <laughs> and, uh, Man, I, it drives me nuts. And then they talk, these people talk on their phone like nobody else is around. Yeah. Or I hate people that stop and just are like, want to visit with whoever they saw in the store. It's like these aisles are not made for that. They'll stand in the middle of the mother. They don't get in the middle sections where they right. got, you know, these little in-betweens. They've pushed these aisles closer and closer together over the years. Like this oh, is not made for this shit. And then now they got the online order people, right? So the people order online and those people that go to pick up groceries, they got these big ass fucking triple size carts and they just send it in everybody's way. They don't give a fuck. No, they don't. They act like no customers exist. And I just think I'm not against it. I just think all that should take place at night. Yeah. It says they're not open, man. Like midnight to 6 a.m. They should be knocking out all orders for the next day or whatever. That's when they should stock the damn shelves, too. I just don't understand. That's right. And then the thing about stocking shelves, Walmart, I know this until I. You're going to have to keep it stocked. I met a person uh, who went into this. Is a lot of that shit isn't even stocked by Walmart workers. I know. It's like people come in and they get these like $5 if you come stock these shelves sort of jobs. Like you get these little. No, let's say uh, like Coke and Dr. Pepper have their own representative. Well, they, I know those do. They drive around and they fucking. Just the bread truck they guy. They stop the Dr. Pepper and all that shit. Right. Truck guy or bread as well. Same thing. They come in and they do that. But uh, something like, man, I can't remember what this dude did. But I also know someone else who done cards, like birthday cards. And they get hired through this company and it tells them we'll pay you $15 every time you do one of these shifts of however long. And they have to go up there and they go in the back of Walmart. Don't even work at Walmart. And they say, I'm here with the American Greeting Card uh, company. I'm going to stalk them. They're like, oh, yeah, that box is back there. And then they go and grab them. And then so a random person goes and does it. And then they go online and say, all right, I did it. And that person. Like, it's not at all. Like, Walmart is real loosey-goosey about who's fucking. And that's why you don't know where shit's at. Because this guy, the guy I worked with uh, back when I worked at the call center place, he would do this show on the weekends. And he would go in and stock stuff. But they would tell him, like, he would get a bonus if he got an end cap. So he would move people's shit that was already on the end somewhere else. And then put that product on the end and send the picture of it on the end. So he got the bone. And I was like, what? This is crazy. Yeah, because people, they uh, bid on them in cap spaces. They bid on certain places <laughs> on the shelf. So anyway, it like, just it's a it's a more uh, rugged world out there in the Walmart, I think, than we realize. But it's horseshit. It gets on my nerves. That's what I'll say. Um, you got anything that's been going on this week? Oh, uh, shit. 
man, it's just been fucking work. It's still like this week is taking forever. It should already be fucking Friday. Yeah, well, a, long, a long damn week. The weather's finally starting to get cool. Uh, wind been fucking windy as shit around here. Um, which always reminds me of fall for whatever reason. And uh, next week we got the time change. So the weekend after this episode comes out, we got the time falling back, which will be good, I think, because it's been getting fucking dark early. It has. And it's kind of which actually I guess it'll be earlier now, huh? Because six will become five. Shit, yeah. So anyway, oh, but it's be lighter earlier i guess is yeah. like what the reasoning is for this but yeah anyway fucking winter man i prefer the winter i prefer the winter in the fall and the cold weather like the day i got home and it was just cold in my house no air conditioner on or anything and it was kind of a nip in the air and i was like ooh, i love it so what i live for and now now right now is the race for how long we can go without a heater Right, and eventually Coop, you'll be like, it's cold. We need the know, heater. And I'll that, be like, no. The first let's time keep you turn going. that heater on, it smells. Well, yeah, it, but then after that, you get addicted to it. And then you're yeah. like, yeah, let's go ahead and turn that heater on. But if you can go, the longer you can go without I it. I know, because they say gas prices are going to be horrible this year. Uh, yeah, and gas is the cheapest bill. So I know. We don't see what happens. Oh, my washer also broke, I think, within the last week. So yeah. yeah. Well, we might have gotten lucky on it. We'll see what happens. Uh, rather, the, the pump's out on it. Water pump says it's a front opener. I don't know if the top of top loaders have a pump like this or not, because I would think gravity could take care of it for those. But anyway, um, the water's not draining out of it, but the, it has like this little tube that comes out the front where I can manually drain it and it gets almost all of it out. So I can still kind of use it, but it's just a pain in the ass. Got to load buckets of water, but I'm going to try to pull it out and get behind it and check the drain. There's rather the pumps out or the drain stomped stopped up so yeah because there's a uh, not a ge certified p- person in, in this town that come from like fucking tishomingo or i think the last came from seminole or something shawnee or yeah ours kind of there's not a certified uh ge person in ada yeah someone came for our, our dryer before but we've always had our washer and dryer um it's that's too big it's too fancy um you know i just i mean it's not it's too fancy it's just it's a front loader con it's a samsung it makes all these fucking musical noises and shit and it's like i don't need all that i mean i can give me the old school fucking top and they also uh the people that lived here before they built around it like shelving with like really thick dense wood uh. it's so heavy and then whenever our water got replaced they fucking put something rotten where that shelf like i don't know it's all fucked so in my perfect world we would get smaller washer and dryer and we'd have more room in our laundry room to put other shit because right now like so much wasted space so we were like well if this is broke uh because i'm gonna let's say this weekend i'm gonna try to diagnose it myself figure out what i can figure out and uh if it is we'll just have to get a new one and that'll be our christmas gifts for each other at least we won't get any other christmas we'll just get a washer and dryer and then i was like i think we should get some cheap ass shit we don't even get a fucking name brand one from everything i looked up they say once you take off whatever the fucking panels are all the exact same parts but again i could be wrong i'm no fucking appliance expert and uh then her mom knows somebody who knows somebody who might be moving and getting rid of theirs for free if we could wait until the certain date in november and i was like well i mean hey if someone's giving us a free washer and dryer then hell yeah yeah let's do that shit so anyway it'll be a whole adventure with a fucking washer coming up and it's gonna be a pain in the ass you know i'm gonna be frustrated but i'm just gonna try to be aware of that (laughs) before i go into it hell yeah um let's see oh one of my favorite things that happened is you remember back when trump was president and he done the okay symbol and then everyone was like that's white power the okay symbol is the white power symbol and then anytime anyone did it people was like see it means white power and then the internet and more liberals definitely for sure you know, we're like really pushing this. Anyone does it, they're a fucking Nazi or whatever. Right. And then Joe Biden, of course, recently does like a double, a double white power symbol in his speech. A lot of Republicans are like, look at him. He's a white nationalist, white powers. And I think that's funny as right. fuck. I think you push that as hard as possible well, because yeah. the short term memories of fucking people in their own political parties is so funny to me. Um, but it hasn't really picked up steam like I wanted it to. But I thought it was really funny that people were trying. I was watching today. Well, I guess he went to a rally and all he did was bitch about Trump. I mean, all Trump did was bitch about Hillary. So I, I mean, it. They're just playing each other's scripts, man. I mean, it's going to be like this hey, forever. Trump ain't even been out in public lately, has he? Uh, he's Too done a much? couple things, but speeches, but nothing really. Right. I mean, like a Biden ain't out in public either. I mean, <laughs> nobody's out. Kamal Harris has disappeared. 
I mean, I'm telling you, I think it's the weirdest shit that no one talks about. Like, I ain't heard nothing from her. Yeah, I mean, what's a vice president? Um, it's weird. Always hear Al Gore doing out doing shit. Yeah, I mean, Dick Cheney and these people talked about it. They're claiming he was running shit behind the scenes. You know, you'd hear that. Uh, Joe Biden, uh, Dick Cheney is a fucking ruthless killer type. Uh, he's way smarter than George Bush. Um, Joe Biden. I didn't find George smart. Well, of course, that's why I'm saying Cheney's smarter. Uh, Joe Biden, I don't know. He was just the funny meme guy when he, Obama was president. He didn't have any. That's all I remember about him. I don't yeah. remember anything that really he stuck had good out. memes when he was Obama's number two, but as a number one, holy shit. Also, because TikTok, you know, tries to figure out what to go on, and I like a couple uh, conservative videos, and so they were like, you'll want the one about it. We're proving Michelle Obama's a man, and so I got to watch a whole video on that. Now, I still don't believe it, but I think it's funny people spend a great deal of their time, and uh, they're like, well, here's a picture of Obama's childhood friend, Michael so-and-so. Michael, Michelle, coincidence, and it's like, my middle name is Michael, and Koopy's middle name is Michelle, and it's like, I don't know, it's a fucking pretty fucking popular name, man. Like, But, I don't know, it just... Uh, hey, my brother was obsessed with that one. Well, I also just remember when everyone said Lady Gaga had a penis, and there were videos of her with a dick, and like videos with her with a dick and shit, but I'm like 100 or 99% sure... That she is a female now that I've seen her act in movies. And again, I don't know if she had surgery. Who the fuck knows? I don't give a fuck one way or the other. But like, I mean, people have always had interest in getting people worked up and shit. Right? We saw National Enquirers and those little fucking circles. Remember those ones that was by the National Enquirer was like Bat Boy born in Orlando. You know, like there's always been yeah. fucking weird shit that people like believed. And people would like, like, I read it in a magazine at the grocery store. And they think that means it was real or well, whatever. Well, they put the magazines there so you'll read them as you're checking out. Right. Um good stuff uh i don't know what i was saying here with uh oh there was a nba game that started with free throws one time and i thought that was crazy and so i was just gonna bring it up because i was listening to this podcast of this dude that's an announcer for the grizzlies or a radio guy for the grizzlies and there's this one referee that hates the grizzlies and uh I don't know if it was this year or last year i don't remember when the guy was telling the story from but the guy called a delay of game on the home team for not starting the game on time, and the game started with free throws. Wow. I've never heard of that happening, like, ever. Huh. And so I was like, huh, I didn't even know. New well, so, since you brought up free throws in NBA, I was uh, reading on uh, how Harden's only been to the line 15 times this year since the rule changed. Well, it's not just, it's everyone, right? Like, everyone. Right. But they say in particular, because I haven't watched any Nets games, but uh, in particular, they say Harden just is uh, not looking like himself. Um, and some people are hating on him for sure. And they're saying, well, it's because he's used to just getting all those calls and now it's mentally affecting him. Other people are saying, if you've looked at him, he's just not in shape. Like, it's just more if he's got to play I don't himself think jumping in shape. into the defender at an angle should be, it should be a foul on the offense. I mean, it's all in context. That's it. Like, for this, I have no problem uh, with the rip through shots. I um, mean, a lot of people, for whatever reason, do. Like, I think. To me, and it's because I think Michael Jordan's the apex of what, you know, and like the you reach, I teach mentality, I think is there if like you have the ball down low and someone's arm goes in like at your chest. And if you can pull up and make it look like a shot and hit their hand, I think that's that's like beautiful but basketball. Them, but I know. But there are times like when Russell Westbrook, because he doesn't look pretty at all doing it, he just like flails his whole body and throws it and you're like they throw their hands up in the air they're not even shooting that's That's, not a shot that's what i always see and that's really what i'm arguing about it's like that wasn't a fucking see kevin durant chris paul they do like a really good rip through and they get the foul some of durant i've seen a lot of durant's not be a shot to either uh but he's so big like it would have been i mean he's just seven foot tall it takes a while for it to get there you know here's a whistle i could see the argument of like uh i I think he, he looks great i think kevin durant's the best in the world i think they all walked and travel since jordan yes uh, it depends on the rule. I mean, Jordan included. Sure. I mean, it depends on what the rules are. Yeah. I mean, like, well, uh, it's supposed to be two steps and everyone, the motherfuckers take three. Well, it's Every two and a, two and a pro hop is uh, how it was when I was growing up. You get, as long as your, your feet hit the same time on the third one, it was, yeah, but it if counted you really or watch something. the NBA, they don't. Yeah. But I mean, also if you got fucking whistles all the time about people taking the steps, it'd be a boring ass game to watch. I mean, I think there's a reasoning for it. Then, the same reason right now, I hope they don't go back to the free throws being called. Uh, Cause right now they're definitely, they're too loose on how few free throws there are, but the games are good. Cause they're quick and they're like, like, I mean, yeah. it's just, uh, and everyone's talking about how like the games are, way better without the refs blowing the whistle and shit all the time. Uh, the yeah. Thunder last night came back from a like 26 point I seen that. Uh, deficit. And I, something for people that don't have a, a way of watching NBA in a good way, 
the NBA puts up all full game highlights the next day on YouTube of every bucket made in the game. It's pretty sweet. Like, the, I mean, this, so at lunch today, because I knew the Thunder won, I was like, well, I'm watching that shit. And it's like a 12 minute highlight and just every bucket. And so I was like, I mean, it's basically like watching the game. Cuts out all the bullshit. Yeah, it cuts out all. And so you know someone's about to make it. Like if yeah. they're showing it, someone's making that shot. It's not a miss. Unless it's a miss and someone put back or whatever. But I'm, I know I'm kind of a Russell Westbrook hater these days a little bit. Because there at the end, I was like, you just can't be a basketball fan and really get basketball and think you could win a lot with Russell Westbrook. I appreciate what he brought. I liked his attitude. I think his personality is very funny. I think it's funny the way he's mean to the media and shit like that. But you would watch him. And I got how West, why Kevin Durant left. Like Russell Westbrook is your point guard making the decisions and he gets flustered. And he'll fucking, he doesn't always make the best decision. You know, no, he does not. And so seeing last night, LeBron was out. Russell Westbrook in AD versus the Thunder. I mean, he should beat the fuck out of him. The Thunder is the worst team in the NBA, according to a lot of people. And uh, Dort just locked him up, you know, and he got a triple double. He actually got a quadruple double if you include turnovers. Ten turnovers. Uh, so, I mean, the triple doubles or whatever. It's, it's it's whatever. I don't know. I don't think it means much. I mean, I think it does if you're winning yeah. or whatever. But if you're losing, I don't see what it matters. And uh, he just didn't look good. And then I think the most annoying part, and I'm sure most people didn't see this, uh, at the end of the game, uh, Baisley, who's one of my favorite young players, uh, he got a good steal. Like on an inbound, he got a steal and dunked the ball. And they were up five or whatever whenever he did it. And then Russell Westbrook got a technical for getting in Baisley's face, telling him, you're not supposed to do that. And then got like a double technical ejector or whatever. And they asked uh, Westbrook after the game, why? And he goes, there's just, there's unwritten rules to this game. You don't do something like that. And I'm like, uh, in a game down by five and you get a steal on a fast break, what are you supposed to do? Like, it's such he bullshit. supposed to dunk it? And then Westbrook is the biggest stat patter in the modern NBA. So for him to be like, don't be getting those two, I don't know. It was just so, wow. he's just such a douchebag these days to me. And that's sad because I know, like, we're I supposed to love him. I appreciated Westbrook is talented, but like you said, when it comes down to crunch time, I don't want the ball in Westbrook's hands. I don't like his attitude. I haven't liked his attitude for a long time. I'm, I don't like Westbrook. There was that the one year after KD left, he was possessed and it was great. And it was, I mean, I'll never forget. Like, I think it was, I'm pretty sure it was in Denver. Could be wrong. I said never forget. And I'm like, oh, I could be wrong. Where he had like a fucking full half court shot from like the corner half court area and uh, to beat Denver and knock him out of the play. Like some crazy shit. Like, you know, still in the regular season. But it was like Westbrook was in like a 37 footer, like confidently, you know, or whatever. And it was like, that never happens. That dude was playing hard. Yeah, he was, it was, he was balling out. Uh, but I don't. I mean, the Lakers have looked horrible so far, and everyone's like, well, they'll bring it together. I mean, they got LeBron and shit, and I'm like, the Miami I just Heat, don't know how this is going to mesh. The big three in the Miami Heat started off pretty rough, didn't they? A little bit? A little bit. A month or so? Yeah, for sure, to- but I don't know. This looks different, because it looks different. Now, my first thought also while watching all those highlights were, I wonder what the Lakers would give up for the Thunder to take Westbrook back, you know, with the trade, you know? like Because the Thunder right now is just a holding spot for guys with big contracts, so it's like, could they get him back and picks? Don't they got like 14 picks coming or some bullshit? Well, yeah, they already got the picks. But, I mean, they could get more picks yeah. and get Westbrook. I mean, that'd be pretty funny yeah. to, like, trade him off, get the pick, and then, like, get him back. And, I don't know, I think it'd be a good thing. Because the fans here are stupid. They would love it. They'd be like, yeah, we got Westbrook back. We're going back to the finals. Because people here don't really fucking watch basketball. Right. Uh, but uh, the, the Thunder crowd is still awesome. Still loud as fuck, even for the shitty team and shit. And, uh... I really like the new guy, Giddy, the Australian. I didn't like him at first. I was like kind of a waste of a high-end pick. Um, he's 19, super young. But when you watch him, he's making really good passes. So that's pretty in rare. about three or four years, they'll trade him. Maybe. After I mean, he gets a little good. Well, but- people already think they're going to trade SGA. But I think they could really compete with SGA and Dora. I know I'm crazy, but I think they're like one or two players away from they could be good. But who knows? I, I could just be a, a homer on it all. Um, all right, my argument for the week. Uh, when it comes to chicken strips, do you prefer tubular chicken strips or like flat chicken strips? And do you know what I mean by those? Flat. Like for me, uh, it all goes back to there was a the Marquette and, and which was a convenience store in my hometown. And they had like tubular chicken strips like they were kind of more, I don't know, you know, round or whatever. And they were crispy and shit. But then at the Quick Mart, they had kind that were like flat. 
kind of a wide piece. Yeah, yeah like a wide yeah. piece. The kind they have at most uh, yeah. gas stations. And I always preferred flat ones, but my friend Jonathan, he loved the tubular ones. And then I've now <laughs> noticed whenever, yeah, uh, whenever like I go to friends like Chicken Express, they have chicken strips. I'm like, we have their tubular and shave. I don't have gas station chicken strip. You know, like, I don't know. I, got, I have a, quite a preference I've noticed these days. I've just never been given a tubular chicken strip. I guess I know what you're talking about, but I'll yeah, I'd say most fast food places are tubular chicken strips. I would say I'm trying to think it's of probably more of the breast meat. It's just put and it's fatter, right? Well, I don't know. So I'm trying to think of who all has chicken strips. I don't remember what McDonald's chicken strips are like, I don't but really eat chicken strips. but I know for like Chick Fil A's is a chicken breast just cut fucking in threes, and they make those chicken strips because they're all made from the same meat or whatever. Um, the only thing I respect about Chick-fil-A is how transparent all their ingredients are. Like you can just see, like if you ordered a chicken sandwich, uh, chicken strips or chicken nuggets, and then you looked at them all, you're like, oh, I know exactly what all this is all chicken breasts. And you can see it. They all look exactly the same. You know, whereas when you go to McDonald's and it's like McNuggets are like, well, they what bred, part is this chicken? They bred all their stuff there at Chick-fil-A. They, right. So they get their all meat in and do it all before. Now, I do think all these fucking liberal uh, anti whatever people that go to Chick Fil A are all fucking hypocrites. I will say that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. That's how I view them all. Like, I've at least I'm like, you know what? I'm kind of in the middle, so I feel I can go here, but I still am like, I don't know. They're weird people, but everyone that's like, they bitch about Chick Fil A's politics, but then still eat there. I'm work, like, fuck, put your money where your mouth is. Work there. Work there. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot. Perfect. <laughs> um. All right, man. Uh, actually, I actually have one more thing on my list. Uh, where is your house the top where your family rearranged furniture a lot? Like growing up. And then do y'all rearrange furniture now? It didn't. It happens occasionally at both spots. Not right. not often. See, when I was growing up, I felt like my mom rearranged quite a bit. Um, and I mean, maybe just because I was a kid, it felt like that, you know, but it felt like at least once a year, maybe every like she was changing around some shit. Whereas in Koopy, it's not like that at all. Like once it is set, that is how the room is set. You know, we're not ever changing it. Where else would we even do it? You know, that's more her thought. And I don't really care one way or the other. But I do remember growing up thinking rearranging a room was cool. It gave you a nice, nice fresh feeling. You're like, all right, it's like a whole new room or whatever. But it doesn't happen. It's, been, it's happened a couple of times in 12 years at my house. Right. I think it's a, uh, I don't know. There has to be some psychological uh, or, benefit or disadvantage. Well, she moves it around at Christmas every year, but that's just to put the tree up. Yeah, I think, I think I know where we're putting ours this year. But yeah, Koopy loves Christmas, so I'll let her do her the fuck. I don't care. I mean, in general, she can just as long as I have this recliner. You got to hang glass outside. Um, I don't think I did last year. Uh, I'm supposed we'll see to, if, but I don't always do it. Yeah. Well, what happens is I start and I'm like, oh yeah we need to invest a lot of money in new wood for all of our house. And then that gets me fucking pissed. And then I'm like, well, this joyful activity annoys the fuck out of me now because I think of how shitty our house is, you know? And so that's, that's kind of how, what happens to me. Well, I just don't get what the fucking point. No one, even, no one's going to drive around our house. To look at fucking lines, you know, but I know it makes her happy when they have lots on, but I'm like, I don't know feel like we could just be the Grinch uh, house and not have any lights on. I'd be fine with that. Just like we have no Halloween decorations. Huh. Like what's let's just keep that going. Yeah, but, my my one people on Halloween they let the religious people win. What after the one of the first storm a couple weeks ago came through and knocked their signs down, and they just didn't put theirs back up. So I guess they let her win. Well, there goes to prove God's real. I know. She, I caught her on the way to work. She was standing outside of her door taking a picture of their messed up signs. I was like, damn, don't you feel Christian? Well, I mean, that's called the power of prayer. I know. She prayed for that. <laughs> so fucking, you don't need to step it up, heathens. Um, a dispensary told me today that this Saturday they're having a 666 sale where everything is six 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 a gram, and I, I fucking I thought it was super funny. Hell yeah! And I was like, some people are gonna be pissed, <laughs> but I think it's great. I think they're having a whole big event, man. Yeah, so I might have to to figure out. I might have to go out there just for the deals. Yeah, I have to, I have to see. But all right, man. I think uh, we've covered enough shit. All right, peace. Peace.
Air the, air the mo makes beats.